from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Long story short, if it wasn't a big deal, folks, and we weren't winning, then you wouldn't see that. So welcome to Life from America. I am your ever so humble God and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, and I have got a lot to go through today. Be prepared for the show to run long, because you know what? If I can take advantage to stay on longer than an hour when i got stuff to tell you, then I'm going to stay on, especially in the morning. Maybe not the evening so much, um, because we typically record for Real America's Voice News, but definitely the morning show. Now, before I say anything else, I'd like to say thank you to Jamie McCarthy. I'd like you to say thank you to Angela Aldridge, Glenn Hintz, Chuck Garby, Jeffrey Flaker, and a brand new donor, a brand new monthly donor to Live from America, which is Karen, I hope I say this right, Karen Tehan, T-E-H-A-N, Karen Tehan. Maybe it's Karen Tahan, but uh, either way, thank you guys. God bless you. Thank you for your help. Thank you for your support. As the show grows, the finances grows, and you and, and you guys, uh, you guys understand that. Um, I would also like to uh, give a special shout out. Let me make sure I get her handle right here. But a very special shout out this morning to where is it? Here we go. Leslie Lugo. Leslie Les Go Lou on YouTube. I met her last night. Um, at the event, at the at the second event uh, that I was uh, attended with Michael Flynn and uh, General Michael Flynn and General Boldick, and uh, that's what I'm going to spend the morning telling you about. Uh, but before we do that, let's get to the verse of the day because the verse of the day ties right in with my meeting. Excuse me, my meeting and the time spent with General Michael Flynn and General Boldick yesterday. These things never go how you expect them to go, and yesterday did not ex- uh, did not go how I expected it to go. Not in a bad way or not in a good way. It's just that when you when you get into these kind of events and these kind of dinners and and multiple stops, multiple places where everybody's going, things kind of get skewed and you know you kind of uh, uh, things change a little bit. We'll say that. But first, let's get to the verse of the day. Okay, let's get to the verse of the day and let's um, uh, let's go from there. First of all, I, I titled the verse of the day today. Wow, something great happened yesterday, and it wasn't meeting General Michael Flynn, although that was great. It wasn't meeting General um, uh, Don Boldick, which was great. By the way, those two worked together in our armed services when they were both enlisted and General Boldick was under General Flynn. They are a very close-knit, um, uh, have a very close-knit friendship. And being that De- Don Boldick is a New Hampshireite here in the Granite State and and, and uh, General Michael Flynn not only was his superior officer but also lived and was born and raised in New England, it was just easy for General Flynn to pop up here to New Hampshire and uh, and campaign with him. So it was really great. Um, I'm, I may not be able to catch the whole video morning, Jeremy. It goes a while. I have to leave at 1240 for a hair appointment. Well, I'll be done before 1240. So anyway, let's get right to it. Um. I said this. I want to read the beginning part, which I hardly ever read when I read these. I said, hello and good morning. Yesterday, through the grace of God, I was able to meet not only General Michael Flynn, but also get some great footage with him. I prayed over him and the entire room after the speech, and I have him coming on the show in the near future. God is doing big things, folks, and I'm not kidding about this. God has really shown, uh, has really shown me a lot lately, mostly about myself. 
He has shown me my path, and because of the path I know I'm on, it lets me know that his work is ready to show itself very, very soon. And today's verse will blow your mind. The verse of the day today. I want you all to listen very closely. If you guys can stop all typing for a minute. I need you to stop all typing, and I need you to listen very closely to what I'm about to tell you. Okay? It's only going to benefit you, and it's only going to make you feel better. So if I could get everybody to stop typing on social media for a minute, I would appreciate that. Here we go. Verse of the day, Matthew 26, 52 through 54, which says this, Put your sword back in its place, Jesus said to him, for all who draw the sword will die by the sword. Do you think I cannot call on my father? He will at once put at my disposal more than 12 legions of angels. But then, but how would then the scriptures be fulfilled that say it must happen in this way? Before I go on, let me just tell you what 12 legions of angels is. Jesus is speaking in a term, a military term. A legion back then was roughly 6,000 soldiers. It was a Roman term describing how many soldiers were in a legion. It was 6,000 soldiers in a legion. Jesus tells Peter, put down that puny little sword. Do you not know that I could call on my father right now and have 12 legions of angels here in a second? That is 72,000 angels, or almost the amount of people that filled up that entire stadium of Penn State when they did the whiteout. Think about that. 72,000 angels Jesus could have had there in a split second, and you want to pull a measly tiny little sword out of your pocket and cut somebody's ear off? No. He says... But He says, I could have these legions of angels here in a second, but how then would the scriptures be fulfilled that say it must happen this way? Now, let me read to you what I wrote about this, and this is going to be the mind-blowing part. Are you ready for this? Absolutely mind-blowing when you think of where, when you read this verse and you think of where we are and what is happening right now. And since you are God's children and you have accepted Jesus Christ into your heart, you must go through and experience a very similar path. However, what is even more amazing than that comparison is what happened to me yesterday that led, led, uh, led me to uh, this verse, led me to use this verse of the day, excuse me. Earlier in the day, before leaving to meet General Michael Flynn, I was directed to this scripture specifically. Now, I've read this scripture many times, and I've seen it played out on, on, uh, on many films of Jesus' life. So I wasn't sure why God had directed to me this to, verse to me at 1 p.m. yesterday. At 1 p.m., before I left to go see General Flynn. Okay? After listening to General Flynn speak and taking questions from all of us, a question came to him which led him to speak about the Second Amendment. He said that he always hears people say, well, it's a good thing we have the Second Amendment for times such as this. He shook his head. General Flynn did when he heard, when, when, he, when he, somebody said they're glad we have the Second Amendment. He shook his head. He lowered his eyes to the ground. He folded his arms. And he said the following, folks, listen. Folks, that kind of rhetoric scares me. From my experiences in battle all over the world, many times over, I have to say that we are not there yet. And I hope we never will be. Because once we go there, there is no going back. And America will never go back to what you want it to be. It will be something completely different, and that means the experiment has failed. 
He said, let the actual process work. It does work. Don't make the Founding Fathers' amazing achievement die like that. We, we have a process. We forgot the process. It starts from the bottom up. Get up. Get involved in any way you can. We are already moving inches. But inches add to feet. And feet add to miles. Let's do it like it's supposed to be done. I have chills right now. I have chills and I have tears in my eyes thinking about the verse that God made me read right before I left to go see General Michael Flynn. And that verse specifically said, put the sword away. There is a way. This is a way it's supposed to be done. I could have 72,000 angels here in a second. You don't think that I could? But stop. There is a procedure. There is something that must take place. And then I go and I hear that from General Michael Flynn. Folks, there's not a coincidence there. That is not a coincidence. That is the kind of, that is the kind of message that God will t tell you. When you are in a relationship with God. And sometimes I feel like I'm so far away from God. I feel bad sometimes. I feel like I'm not holding up my end of the deal. And all of a sudden. He comes out like that. And says that to me. I'm not done the verse yet. I'm not done yet. And then I just wrote wow. Just wow. And look at all that is happening. I mean we are taking over precincts. We are taking over city councils. We are taking over school board meetings. And more and more, like I have never seen in my entire lifetime, God is good. Trust Him. Trust His promises. In Jesus' name, Amen. God is good. Trust His promises, you guys. Timing, timing, timing. And He spoke about this after, about working from the bottom up. And I have been saying this for so long. I've been saying this since last November. That it starts from taking over your city councils. It starts from taking over your county meetings. It starts from taking over the school board. Because those precious little minds of your children is all the government wants. Their precious little minds if they're alive. And their precious little body parts if they're aborted. That's all they care about. And He said it. General Michael Flynn said, there is no other way to win and take back this country right now. There is no other way to do it than the way that I just described to you. That is what he said. A seasoned general, somebody who's been at the top of the top and at the bottom of the bottom. Somebody whose family looked like they were about ready to be buried underneath the dirt. And God used President Trump in a very special way to bring that man up out of the ground, not physically, but metaphorically, and now supply him with an opportunity to travel the world. All of the money, the finances that his family lost, they've gotten back sevenfold, and he's traveling the world, and he's changing this country, and he's getting people educated in getting involved. He said, whatever you do, if you've never got involved all involved before you're here now for a reason you have to go and take over you have to get involved in your in your seat your town and city precincts you have to Incre incredible incredible stuff and i and 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 i'm sorry if i'm a little bit oh like 
I'm just so incredibly moved by what happened yesterday that I just, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm moved. I, 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 I feel different today than I did yesterday. And not because I, what I've been saying is also what General Flynn is now saying. And he's been saying it the whole time too. What I'm saying is that message. That message of you have to trust the process and get it from the bottom up. Turn it upside down from the bottom up. Turn it inside out from the bottom up. That's a vindication, folks. We are vindicated in knowing that we are doing, you are doing, this Life from America audience is doing exactly what everybody else that's, that, that understands way more than I uh, are saying to do. It's just a great feeling. That's all. It's a great feeling. Let's please go to the Lord, say the Lord's Prayer together, all in unison, and let's thank Him. Let's think of what's going on. Let's think of the people who i seen in this thread who said that their husband's losing their job today. Their, uh, their pe- people are sick. People are, 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 are feeling di- uh, tired and, and defeated. Let's think of them as we say the Lord's Prayer, okay? Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom. And the power. And the glory forever. Amen. He's working, guys. He's working, and it's not only—it's not only that he's working. You're—you're you're seeing it. If you can see, if you can open your eyes, you can see it. And I'm seeing it, man. I am seeing it. What can we do though when we are being threatened by the FBI and the DOJ and law enforcement? I will die on this hill. What you can do is exactly what you are doing. What you can do is exactly what you are doing right now. What I just said—that's what you keep doing. Because think about this. If the DOJ has instructed the FBI, the two top, uh, the two top law enforcement agencies in our country, to go to school board meetings, to literally come to school board meetings and threaten moms and dads, do you think that that's them winning? Do you honestly believe that the Department of Justice instructing the FBI to go and intimidate moms and dads at school board meetings is them winning? I see it as us winning. If they have to go to that length and that length and that measure, if they have to go that hard at all of us because of us doing these little old things in these tiny, tiny little towns and these tiny little um, uh, uh, cities... Is that them winning or is that us winning? That's us winning. That is us winning and that is them fearing it so badly because they now know what you know. They know that you know the big secret, which is take it from the bottom up. You will never take down Washington from the top down. General Michael Flynn said that same thing yesterday. You will never take it from the top down. It is too powerful up here. What you do is you take it from the bottom up. And that is exactly what Project Veritas has done with these last five installments of these videos. I can remember the very first video that they've just put out. 
of this five installment. People were in the comment section going, well, who cares about these guys? They're just lowly staff members. They don't. We don't care about them. And I said to you, if you remember, yeah, but the lowly staff members, you got to think of it like taking down the mob. you got to get to the little guys, get to the bigger guys, get to the bigger fish, get to the bigger fish. Same thing Project Veritas did. We're going to show you that video today, too, of the latest installment. And the latest installment is the biggest fish of the last five. It's the biggest revelation, and, it's, and it involves the biggest fish at Pfizer. We are winning. We are winning. That is us winning. And if the FBI and the DOJ actually think that mama bears are going to be afraid of their little tiny threats, that's all they are, by the way, is threats, folks. That's all they are is threats. They start arresting mama bears and dads at school board meetings. It is going to be pandemonium. So just think of it and, 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 and look at it from a different perspective. It's like this, folks. It's like this. Okay. I've done this before. I want to do it again. I have a button here, right? It says fail. It's a Democrat button. It's a dum-dum button. I'm going to hold it like this. What do you see? What do you see right now? Put in the comment sections what you see with your eyes right now. You see a red button that says fail. You see a red button that says fail. We're both looking at this, right? You're looking at it, and I'm looking at it. But you see a red button that says fail. This is what I see. I don't see the button that says fail. You might have seen that button. You might have felt that you failed. You might feel that the FBI and the DOJ coming after you is going to make you fail. But I don't see the fail button. What do I see? I see the button to turn it on and off. So we're looking at the same thing, but from very two different perspectives. You see failure. I see the power to turn it on and off. This little tiny analogy that I just did for you right now, the most simplest analogy that I could think of, is what, is, is what this conversation is all about. Most of the country sees this. I see the power to turn it on and off. Think about it. That's where we are. C. Cappy says her husband lost her job and she's losing her home. C. Cappy, reach out to me, okay? Email. Capitalize the, ti- the, 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 uh, the title of the email so that I know that it's you, so that when I go through emails, the thousands of them, that I can pick that out, okay? We're going to help you out. You're not going to lose your home. You're not going to lose your home. If any of us have anything to say about it, you're not going to lose your home. If Mike Lindell can make millions of dollars off us buying pillows and putting in promo codes, I think we can save your home. It's not going to happen. Not on our watch. Don't see fail. See the power to turn it on and off. Now, let me explain to you my time with Michael Flynn and how this went, okay? So I got to the New Hampshire Fish and Game um, uh, location in Londonderry, New Hampshire, um, before right, literally five minutes before General Boldick and General Michael Flynn got there. I pulled in, pulled my truck in, got all my backpack, all my gear, ready to record anything that I would record. There was already a ton of people there. See, look at that. JL Jazz has $100 for, for C. Cappy. There's $100. Let me write this down. 
Let me write this down so that we know how much we can get. We can make sure you get. If these, if everybody helped my mom, we're going to help you, and I'm going to help as well. Okay. Now listen to me. I pulled up, got my gear ready, got out there. There was already tons of people there, and we're in New Hampshire, by the way, the live free or die state. So everybody's strapped. Everybody has got a sidearm. Everybody, including the generals. Okay, including the generals. Now, this was a fish and game meet and greet, and then there was a shooting range afterwards. Everybody was strapped, okay? I get there, and as I'm walking up, first of all, I want to just tell you I did not expect what what I'm about to tell you. As I'm walking up to this machine shed, this big round machine shed, okay? I just got to keep track of the money coming in (laughs) for... uh, for 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 uh, C Cappy, which I wish I knew your name. Can you please put it down? <laughs> Can you please put your name down, C Cappy? So I, I walk up, and the first thing that I do when I walk up is I uh, I see this big machine shop, and all of a sudden, people started coming over to me. By the way, folks, you know what I'm just going to do? Here's what we're going to do. I balanced the zero out to the for the Rumble rants today. I balanced it out so it started at zero when I came on, all right? I'm not going to sit here and write down everything. Everybody that donates today, don't donate to me. Do not donate it to me. Donate it for their family. Everything that you guys donate today, it all goes to see Cappy and their family so they can keep their house. So every, so I will tell you what it is at the end of the day. I'll title it up. I'll tally it all up, and, we'll, and, and then I will add to that. I will personally add to that as much as I can. I will add 20%. Whatever it is, I will add 20%. Me and my wife out of our our account. Okay? All right, let's move on. Because I gotta get I gotta get through these stories, okay? Alright, so I walk up and the next thing that happens to me I did not expect. People started coming over to me and like one guy, the first guy comes over and he goes, Hey, wait a minute. Aren't you uh aren't you that guy with that show? And I was like Live from America. He's like, yeah, dude, yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is cool. You know what I mean? We're all here to see General Michael Flynn and General Boldick. All of a sudden, this other lady comes up to me. I bet she's probably, I don't know, maybe in her 50s, 60s. She comes up to me and she goes, I just had to come over here and say, first and foremost. And I knew right, right away that she was somebody who watched the show because we do the first and foremost section. And I said, oh, you watch the show, huh? And she said, yeah, and she gave me a big hug. So then I walk into the place. Well, well, all, Michael, all of a sudden, General Michael Flynn walked up behind me at that point because I pulled in right when he did. So I pulled in. He comes up behind me, and uh, I turn around, and he's right there, and I said, General. And he says, how you doing? And I said, good. And I shook his hand, and I said, you know what? It's an honor to meet you. I'm sure you hear that everywhere. I said, Jeremy Harrell, live from America, Real America's Voice. He said, oh, yeah. And I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. Like, what does that mean? Maybe he was just being nice. I'm sure he was. I'm sure he was just being nice, okay? So he walks up. Says, uh, I, I shake his hand, and then General Boldick's there. I shake his hand, meet him, because he's he's running for U.S. Senate here in New Hampshire. That is why General Michael Flynn was here, to campaign with him, okay? And uh, so we sit there, and we talk for a little bit, and, uh, you know, everybody starts walking up around him at that point. And I don't want to be that guy, you know what I mean? I'm not that reporter, I'm not that journalist, I'm not that, sh- I'm not that guy. I'm a guy, you know what I mean? I'm a regular guy. So we walk up. And uh, we go into the machine shop, and as I walk into the machine shop, I'm walking in right with General Flynn and everybody. He's miking up to, to get ready to do it, you know his his uh, his speech to everybody, and and uh, I walk in, and all of a sudden people are filming me, and I'm like thinking to myself, what are they filming me for? Because they watch the show. Now I, I'm used to having you know 
audience people who watch the show from all over the country, but not here in New Hampshire. I'm just not as I'm not as well known. You would you would think it'd be the opposite, but I'm just not. Or at least I thought. So anyway, then General Boldick starts to do his speech. And he starts to tell everybody how he knows General Michael Flynn. Okay? So then he does his speech. I record the whole thing. And then he, he has General Michael Flynn come up. And General Michael Flynn comes up and does his speech. First he talks about why do we need General Boldick in there. Um, but then come to find out both of them worked very, very heavily within the DIA and the DOD. I mean, these guys, if you're talking generals who know what's going on we're not talking about general white rage millie here folks we're talking about general michael flynn that's who we're talking about we're talking about a battalion general who understands the art of war just like president donald j trump so i'm probably standing i don't know maybe three feet from him i'm i'm, I'm right up recording the, the entire thing right everybody's you know he gives a speech gets some questions and, um, from, from the audience members, and I'm like, you know what, I'm not holding my questions. I'm not going to ask any right now because I'm going to do an interview with him at the dinner. So I held my questions and I let everybody else speak. And then, and it goes on for like a good 40 minutes. I mean, my arm's tired from holding the camera, you know what I mean? It goes on for a good 40 minutes or so, right? Then as he finishes, they're going to do, every, he wants to do pictures and a meet and greet with everybody there. So, you know, he lines up, and, 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 and when I go out on the Save America Freedom Tour, I do the same thing. So I understand it's not as easy as just, you know, hey, let's go aside for a, you know, a quick interview or anything like that. So he lines up, everybody's taking pictures with him and everything, and I, or getting ready to take pictures, and I stop the whole room. This was, I, if you ask me, this is my favorite moment of the whole day. It really was. I stopped the whole room, ladies and gentlemen, and I say, wait a minute, whoa, before we take pictures and everything... I said, we we got to put God first in this. And General Michael Flynn reaches over and he says, oh, oh, thank you so much. And everybody stopped. Everybody had stood up and they stood, you know, pandemonium started. You know, everybody wanted to get in line and, and everybody stopped. As soon as I mentioned we need to get God into this, the whole room like froze, like I just froze them with ice. They all stopped. And I said, if you would allow me to, I would like to say a prayer before we go any further. And everybody was like, yes, please. So everybody bowed their heads put my hand on General Michael Flynn's shoulder and we prayed over him and an armor of God to be over him and an armor of God to be over Sidney Powell, President Trump, Mike Lindell, Lynn, everybody out there, including all of you, literally everybody who wants to fight to preserve this red, white, and blue. It was... <clears throat> after I got that verse yesterday, after God directed that verse to me, and then after I heard what Michael Flynn said, that was almost, to me, a spitting image of the verse that I had read. Holding his shoulder and praying over him. Some guy who doesn't, des I, don't even, I don't deserve any of what God's given me. I literally don't. And, and I'm not saying that to be, you know what I mean, to be any way but real. I don't deserve any of this. So for me, a guy like me, who's been and seen the places that, that I've and seen the things that I've seen and who've who's been a bad person a lot of his life putting my hand on General Michael Flynn's shoulders and praying over him and stopping the whole room to me outside of having children and, 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 and coming in contact with Jesus is the greatest achievement of my life it is by far the greatest experience of my life to have been able to do that it was truly an honor 
it was it was the crowning achievement of 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 so much of my life to be able to bring God into the fold when when everybody else was just worried about getting the picture with 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 General Michael Flynn. It was it was. I think it's what I went there to do. I really do. I think it is what I went there to do. So as everybody's leaving, you know, the, General Michael Flynn's uh, his 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 personal assistant and his and his uh, security guy, they're kind of rushing him out of there because he's got a, another another event to go attend, which is a dinner and a gala and and and, and to you know with suit and tie and all that. And I was going there too. Um, and I'm also with the, uh, with a high ranking guy in the, in the clout hub, uh, in, in cloud hub. He's there as well. And, uh, so right before general Flynn gets in the car, I said, Hey, uh, my, general Flynn, I said, I know we're supposed to you know, go on over and doing an interview and everything. I said, but just in case something happens, I said, can I get a photo with you now and everything? He said, yeah, sure. Got a photo with him, exchanged information with his assistant, going to get him on the show. He's all about coming on the show. So is general Boldick. It's great. We're going to have a one-on-one. You guys are going to have a one-on-one vicariously through me with general Michael Flynn. So we all get in our vehicles and we head over to the double tree. We get over the double tree. And there are just hundreds of people there. Suits, ties, beautiful gowns and dresses, high heels. And here's Jeremy Harrell, live from America, rolling in with my backpack, my camera, a sports coat, my hat, my glasses. <laughs> you know, walking in. And there, everybody's going up to VIP. And as soon as I walk in, I see Rayla. Now, you remember Rayla. We've had her on the show before from Massachusetts. Great woman. Great, uh, wonderful person. Actually, she lives, uh, she does a show in Nashua, New Hampshire. I see her and I go, hey, girl, what's up? What's up? And she's like, hey. And then all of a sudden, I, more and more and more people there started like taking out their phones and, and, and taking pictures and videos uh, of me. People were coming over to me and they're like, are you the hip hop patriot? Are you the hip-hop patriot? Are you Jeremy Harrell? Do you do Life from America? Is that you? And I'm like, I just did not expect that. I did not expect that at all. <laughs> not even in the least little bit. And what came out of it was personal relationships with General Michael Flynn and General Boldick. Personal relationships with many of the people who watch Life from America, including the lady that I just was, was said to shout out on YouTube. Got to meet so many people. Then this group of people from Connecticut had said, hey, we're doing an event in Connecticut on October 23rd, and we've brought Marjorie Taylor Greene up to be the keynote speaker. Will you come and speak and perform? Looked at my calendar. I said, yeah, I can do that. So now I'll be going to Connecticut on October 23rd with Marjorie Taylor Greene, and I'll be performing and speaking there. So the long story short, folks... Everybody started descending on General Boldick and General Flynn. They had this big thing lined up where they were taking pictures with everybody. And then it went right to the dinner. I never got my one-on-one interview with General Michael Flynn. That was the worst part of the night. I did not get my one-on-one interview on camera with General Michael Flynn. I got all of his speech. I got all of that. But I didn't get my one-on-one. However, spoke to his manager, uh, his assistant, right before I left. said, look, man, I really wanted to get that interview. I understand things. are." He said, don't worry. Email me here. We'll set it up. We'll get him on the show. I said, okay, as long as I can have him with my audience, that might be even better than doing it here. So, Anyway, long story short, I took off, went home, and that was the end of the night. Pretty incredible, right, though? Pretty incredible, the entire thing. It's It, it was, like I said, it, interview, one-on-one interview or not, I got to put my hand on his shoulder, and I got to pray 
And I got to bring God into the mix. And, and oh, by the way, after that, General Michael Flynn come over, put his hand on my shoulder, and he said, thank you very much for doing that. Because he's a big man of God. You know what I mean? So, you know, you win some, you lose some. I really wish I could have got the one-on-one interview, but bringing him on here where you guys will be able to interact with him might be just as good. So, I know we're 30 minutes in, and I knew we were going to run late tonight. Uh, but look at this, $2,365. Already, did anybody get the name of C. Cappy? I didn't get to see the name, but for those watching on YouTube, we've already raised in this family for her $2,300, $2,400. You're not going to lose your home. Nobody in this family is going to lose anything. Nobody, if we have anything to say about it. Um, let's pray for C. Cappy, and we'll be praying for Ask for Help. Wow, amazing. God will multiply every blessing. What a great family in Jesus Christ. Oh, her name's Kathy. Well, Kathy, I just want to let you know, here's your family. Here's who you can rely on. For everybody out there who might be experiencing trouble, I know that we can't always do what we can do for somebody at this moment in time, but here's the greatest thing. You can always come to this family, folks. This family will take care of you. This family will make sure that if you're fighting for this country, that you will not lose your home. 2405, look at that. And I said I'd give 20% of my own money. So, hey, rack it up, folks. I have no problem. I have no problem robbing from Peter to pay Paul, meaning I have no problem not paying something in order to help somebody not lose their house because that's what's more important. Thank you guys so very much. All right, let's get to the Project Veritas video. Very important that we show this video. And uh, let's see, where do I have that here? Here we go. Here we go. Project Veritas video. I want to play some of this for you. I won't play the entire thing because it is long. But for those who didn't get to see it, because there was a lot of people who did not get to see it um, because of Facebook and, 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 and YouTube and how they censor everybody, I figured I'd play some for you. Now, this is the most damning of all. You hear me? This is the most damning of the five um, installments of whistleblowing from Pfizer to FDA and everything. Why? Because this lady has vice president and president emails coming from Pfizer telling the company to do whatever they can to hide the fact that this vaccine was can be directly tied to aborted fetal cell lines. We've talked about this here forever. It's the, it's, it's the biggest reason why we Christians do not want to take this shot. It's the biggest reason. Well, Project Veritas has instructed its employees, like, literally, do not get let this information out. Do not get this out because the benefits of this will be nothing for us. It'll do nothing for us. So all of those people who were fired, for all of those people whose employer would not take their religious exemption, this proves that that is wrong. This vindicates you because this shows that Pfizer intentionally, intentionally told its employees to not let out the fact that these vaccines are made with aborted fetal cell lines. And we've been talking about it forever here, so let's go ahead and play the video. Deception Propaganda, a new book by James O'Keefe. Read now at AmericanMuckraker.com. I work at a pharmaceutical company. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Um, I just believe in research and Science. Well, in this database, you came across a chain of emails discussing fetal tissue and the COVID vaccine. Vanessa Gelman, 
who works in Washington, D.C., is Senior Director of Worldwide Research. The question came up as an inquiry to our MedInfo group. They're asking, quote, did Pfizer make use of a cell line from an aborted fetus? They want you to leave out the highlighted part, which is the one or more cell lines with an origin that can be traced back to human fetal tissue has been used in laboratory tests associated with the vaccine program. And here we have your badge. You are an employee of Pfizer? I work at the McPherson, Kansas plant. Um, it's one of the biggest plants in the operation of Pfizer. We produce some of the most units. Share the video, this folks. message from Vanessa Gilman. From the perspective of corporate affairs, we want to avoid having the information on the fetal cell lines floating out there. We believe that the risk of communicating this right now outweighs any potential benefit that we could see, particularly with general members of the public who may take this information and use it in ways we may not want it out there. We have not received any questions from policymakers or media on this issue in the last few weeks, so we want to avoid raising this if possible. Wow. We believe that the risk of communicating this right now outweighs any potential benefit we could see. They ought to put that on American currency. Philip Dormitzer, Vice President, Chief Scientific Officer. These are not low-level people here. So you're showing us emails between the Vice President of Pfizer, the Senior Director of Worldwide Research, mm -hmm. about how to couch it a certain way because we would not want to tell the people that it can be traced back to human fetal tissue. Copying Vanessa Gelman, we have an approved answer to this question, the question being about fetal tissue. Mm -hmm which Vanessa can probably provide, H-E-K-2932. What does that mean, HEC cells? Uh, human embryo kidney cells, okay. and it was from experiment 293. They've used cells from aborted fetuses. Yes, And HEC they don't cells. want the public to know that. Yes. That's staggering for society because of what you said, religious exemptions. Mm -hmm. And they're denying our religious exemptions at Pfizer. This is serious stuff you're, you're, you're dealing with. These are, these are powerful people. And a very powerful company. They're withholding knowledge on people's approval if they can consent or not. From Sarah Elizabeth Weiser, the principal scientist. Uh, she's just making sure, you know, uh, just be clear, you would like medical information to reply with the text in red below, including the highlighted section. Okay. Thanks again. And then they responded, responded with, with No, I would prefer that we do not use <laughs> the text in yellow. Um, they're being so deceptive in their emails, it's almost like it is in the final vaccine. It just made me not trust it. There was an issue with the FDA. and I heard something about they're doing some sort of tests in there with lights, but I'm not sure. And I said, in unoccupied rooms and in a group lead office? And he goes, well, the FDA is coming. I could not believe that they were blacking out windows down in our manufacturing rooms. We are told that you should be seen at all times, that we need to make sure that yeah. um, we have high integrity and... The, the rooms that are like this one where you can see my reflection, it's a group lead office mm -hmm. where they just do the paperwork for the batches. Mm -hmm. So why does that need blacked out? And why did you decide to come to Project Veritas? Because I felt it was the right thing to do. I feel like I have no one else to turn to when my own company won't be honest with me. What I was told to do was to trust Project Veritas and to go with you guys by lawmakers, by lawyers. Really? I was really genuinely traumatized and sickened from the things I saw, and I needed to leave there. So I just took a leave of absence so that I could gather my thoughts and really kind of heal from this information. The extraordinary act of blowing the whistle on the company and publishing emails from their vice president is another step entirely. Are you, are you afraid of doing this? A little bit. I, I have faith that I'll be protected or whatever the outcome is is what it's supposed to be.
So I'm at peace with it. I'm a little anxious on what they'll do or what they'll say, but it needs to be seen by the people because they're trying to get this to kids. And if they're being this deceptive about it, I don't feel comfortable being silent. The government doesn't want to show us that the darn vaccine is full of shit. Alright, so that's all I want to play of that right now because I have a lot of news to go through. But you can definitely see that pretty much anywhere that, um, you know, go to Project Veritas's website, you can see it there. I believe it might be even still up on YouTube. Um, but looks like we've raised up uh, upwards of over $3,000 for Kathy and her family. And that's, to me, you guys, to me, this is the most important thing that we can do. This is the most important thing that we can do. Because if we don't stick together through times where people, where one of our own is, is struggling, uh, dying, whatever, if we can't do that, then we're already lost. We're only as strong as our weakest link. And we all go through weak times. You've seen me bawl and cry on this show. You've seen me break down, and I've seen the same thing from you, and that's what makes this show so amazing. But that right there, this is why I told you not to quit and make sure they fire you. Because you would be able to come back someday with a lawsuit. And can you imagine how many lawsuits are going to be filed against their employers who did not accept their religious exemption now? Because most of those employers didn't even know that these vaccines were made and could be traced back to not very long ago of aborted fetal cell lines. Oh, my lanta, you guys. Oh, my gosh. That's why I asked you not to quit, to get fired. And many of you, many of you didn't care about the lawsuit and you just went your separate ways, which is fine too, which is great. But for those of you who got fired and they would not accept your, um, your religious exemption, go back and sue them now. RJ Cat, God bless. Thanks, man. Thank you very much. Go back and sue them. That, that, I love, you know what, James O'Keefe to me right now is one of the most, he's just as ever been as courageous as Mike Lindell. You know what I mean? So if you guys are going to, if you guys want fighting to keep happening at levels where people have platforms, make sure you're donating to the right people. Okay, if your part of this fight is to fund or finance people like me or Mike Lindell, make sure that you're funding and financing the right people. This isn't you just giving up your money for some, I'm just going to, and some people would see it that way. But you and I know differently. I donate to people too because I believe in their fight. I believe in their fight. Project Veritas. I believe in their fight. PatriotFoods.com. I believe in their fight. Mike Lindell. I believe in his fight. You know what I mean? People like Graham Allen and what he's trying to do running for office. I believe in his fight. I believe in Marjorie Taylor Greene's fight. Those people have big platforms. How do we help them if we can't meet them? We help them this way. That's what's important. That is what is important. Um... All right, I want to show you. I want to stay on. The, I want to stay on the vaccine s- stuff here for a minute. I want to show you a video that I thought was pretty awesome, and I really, really love the music that was put behind it <laughs> because you know I just love this song anyway. And you know I'm a big hip hop fan, but check this out. This lady has been saying. This lady's basically saying in, in in ten seconds what we've been saying on this show this whole time. Check this out. Why? Do the protected need to be protected from the unprotected by forcing the unprotected to use the protection that didn't protect the protected in the first place? Why do the protected need 
to be protected from the unprotected by forcing the unprotected to use the protection that didn't protect the protected in the first place. Bam! Thank you, lady. If that is not about as clear as it can be, ladies and gentlemen, it's, 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 it's the common sense portion that half of the world right now doesn't seem to get. It is the most logical, easy, and simplest un thing to understand. All it takes is just a little common sense. And half of the world, that means 4 billion people, don't have that. Common sense ain't so common anymore, is it, folks? Meanwhile... With all this going on, locking you down, shutting you down, we already know the people that are flooding across the, the southern border, but they're, here's something that General Flynn said yesterday that really brought, brought something into perspective. Do you know, do you know, ladies and gentlemen, that people are, have come across the southern border in the last, since Joe Biden has been in, it has been recorded that people from 160 different countries have come across that southern border. 160 different countries have come across that border with AIDS, with measles, with mumps, with tuberculosis, with hoaxed 19, and with many other diseases. But yet, if you fly into this country, you've got to show all these records that you, don't, you can't come in. But yet, open that southern border. Well, I'm going to show you something right now. This is from... Um, this is showing you a family of Ugandans. Okay? They're from Uganda, and they walked in. They, this is at a, hold on, I want to re read this and make sure I get it right. A Ugandan family is on camera here, um, admitting, admittingly on tape, paying smugglers $5,000 per person to cross the United States southern border from Mexico City to Texas. They're caught on camera boarding an American Airlines plane with no ID, no passport or visa, no COVID test, no anything. And I got to tell you, when I was down in McAllen, Texas, and I went to the airport, I got to tell you, folks, I saw the same exact thing. They didn't have to have anything. They didn't even have to wear masks. Here we all are, Americans wearing masks, and they're laying all over the floor with no masks on. And then they get called up to the front, no IDs, no nothing. They got some government paperwork, and they fly them right through, and they put them to the front of the line. Let me show you this video. First of all, let me read it for you first. The photo below, let me just show you this photo. Here we go. See that photo? All right. There's the photo. And then we'll show you the video, but let me read it for you. The photo below shows the Ugandan woman, her husband and her son, preparing to go through security before boarding their American Airlines flight. According to Avila, which is the woman who recorded this, neither of the women... Or neither the woman, her husband, or her son had any identification and were given yellow packets containing boarding passes and paperwork from the U.S. Border Patrol that allowed them to bypass the identification process with TSA and security. When the retired ICE agent reached the TSA agent, he was asked for identification. Um, Avila... Excuse me, the retired, the retired ICE agent is Avila. Avila asked why he should have to show identification to fly when the entire family in front of him didn't have to prove any identification. The TSA agent became very hostile and demanded that he provide ID or they would refuse to allow him to pass through security. Avila, Avila asked the TSA agent, quote, Do you remember 9-11? You are the DHS. 
You just allowed three people from Africa that are elite, illegally in this country, but you won't allow me, a U.S. citizen and retired federal agent, to board without an ID? This is upside down and backwards, he says. The video below, posted by sassy conservative girl 45, says the Ugandan family paid that paid a smuggler $5,000 per person to cross from Mexico City to Texas are caught on camera boarding an American Airlines plane in McAllen, Texas, right where I was, with no ID, passport, or visa. Here is the video. So, folks, what you're seeing the the TSA agent there is with a yellow paper a packet. Now, that yellow packet is given to them by Border Patrol, by um, agents that, that that collect them when they come across the border. They're given to them. They ask them who they are. They make these fake documents up. They can say they can just say their name is. Joe Blow, and they give them a document that says Joe Blow, give them money, give them airport fare, or, air, or airline tickets, and they just send them off into the United States. Send them off into the United States. And there, and there may be, ladies and gentlemen, there may be a record, a record number that comes across the border this month. That's what they're expecting. These aren't people looking for a good place to live, folks. These are armies. These are armies. Claire says $3,645 has been raised for Kathy and her family. Kathy, isn't that absolutely amazing? Isn't that wonderfully and absolutely amazing? Now, that is how much it, it, Rumble does take a percentage. I'm not sure what that percentage is. But whatever that percentage is uh, taken out, I will add 20% to the entire thing. To the entire thing. And I, and, and I will donate. Okay? I don't care... Like I said, I don't care if I have to hold off on buying heating oil for a month. I'm going to make sure, we are going to make sure that you're okay. Okay? It's truly incredible. But 400000 is what's expected to be coming through the border in one month. That is an army, folks. An army. Now, moving on from that, but to still talk about COVID and the, and the, and the hoax of it all. University of Colorado Hospital is the newest, ladies and gentlemen, newest hospital to join the bandwagon of not offering health care to unvaccinated individuals. The University of Colorado Hospital System denies women's life-saving kidney transplant and will no longer provide organ transplants for unvaccinated people. One of the largest Colorado hospital systems has implanted, implemented excuse me, a new policy that denies organ transplants to patients who have not taken the experimental hoaxed 19 under almost all situations. 
All organ donors will also have to be vaccinated under the new policy. And it has already stopped one woman from life-saving treatment that she needs. Well, I'm an organ donor, so I guess my, I guess my organs are going to be no longer good for anybody because they're unvaccinated organs. Wow. I'm going to make sure it's say pure blood on them. That's what I'm, I'm a pure blood with a, with a circle and a cross through it with a syringe. That's what I'm going to make. Um, so last month, the United, uh, University of Colorado Health sent a letter to Lalani Lutali informing her that her status on the waiting list for a kidney transplant was inactivated for non-compliance because she has chosen not to take the jab. She was given 30, 30 days to take the shot or else she would be removed from the transplant list completely. And uh, Lutali, who has stage 5 renal failure, was told by the hospital in August that she, sh- she wouldn't need to be vaccinated to get her kidney. Trans- her new kidney, and was only made aware of the hospital's new segregation policy policy when she received a letter in the mail. And af- only after that was she able to find a donor she knew who was willing to give her a kidney. So, ladies and gentlemen, when one door closes, another opens, and God is absolutely amazing. When one door closes, another opens, and God opens that door, and he's absolutely amazing. She found a donor that was willing to give her a kidney. God bless that person who donated their kidney to this woman to keep her alive. But here's the thing, folks. Here's what I want to say. How many healthcare workers have been fired or quit in the United States since this ridiculous mandate has went into place? Tens of thousands. Doctors as well. So here's what I propose. Here's what I'm going to propose. Okay? And I read this on the internet yesterday, and I think it's an awesome, awesome idea. Every one of those healthcare workers that got fired or had to quit, every one of those doctors who got fired or had to quit, every one of those nurses, every one of those people that work in those facilities should get together and make their own hospital. Make your own hospital. Figure it out. I know it's expensive, I know, but you know what? The people of this country would rather be seen and diagnosed and treated by you people than your replacements from the National Guard or just from, from, some, from some crackerjack box health facility. How about that? I know I would rather be diagnosed, treated, and looked after by those people than any of the replacements that they would be given. So, why don't all of these tens of thousands of people together get together and figure out a way to make their own hospital facility where they don't have to abide by any of this crap. That's what I say. That's I agree with that statement, and I think that should happen. And maybe, just maybe, they could pull it off. I think the American people would fund it. Look what we just did for Kathy in a matter of 10 minutes. The American people would fund this. That's what we should do. Okay? Now, I want to reveal some more about hoax at 19. And this is really going to vindicate a lot of us. Are you ready for this? This is huge. Check this out. Bring this up here real quick. Where did I put that? All right. New data. I put in the in the uh, in the the title of this video. What is Project Salus? I'm about to read to you what Project Salus is. And it actually vindicates everything we've been saying about the trend of vaccinated people that are getting sicker and sicker and hospitalized. Okay? Check this out. (sighs) Alarming data released by a government-funded project showed... Now, this is a government-funded project. We get this data from them. We didn't make this up. 
the effectiveness of both Pfizer and Moderna mRNA hoaxed 19 vaccines significantly waned over time. The effects lessen in any fully vaccinated individuals with each passing week. An AI program launched by the Department of Defense's Joint Artificial Intelligence Center called Project Salus has examined data on 5.6 million Medicare beneficiaries ages aged 65 and older. 2.7 million were vaccinated with Pfizer and 2.9 million were vaccinated with Moderna. The data was posted on October 5th on the Humetrics website a platform that provides healthcare organizations and government agencies with real-time clinical data management. You ready for this? Get ready to be vindicated, everybody. This new finding revealed that the majority of those 5.6 million Medicare beneficiaries aged 65 who are fully vaccinated were infected by COVID-19. This means that the transition may be primarily occurring by vaccinated individuals. Two studies from Israel and Qatar, which I've referenced before, that were published in the New England Journal of Medicine, which I talked about before, supported this claim that the effectiveness of the vaccine decreases over time despite the individuals being fully vaccinated, which, by the way, Project Veritas's last video, not the one we just showed, also vindicated this statement. It was previously reported in Israel on... Um, on the rise of COVID-19 cases on fully vaccinated people, according to Dr. Haviv, the vaccinated accounted for 85 to 90 percent of all new hospitalizations and 95 percent of severe cases at the Herzog Medical Center in Jerusalem. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky this week, which we played the video of, said the COVID-19 vaccine do not prevent transmission of the China virus. This newly released data clearly proves that no vaccine is 100% effective. This destroyed the narrative from the left and Joe Biden claiming that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. As a matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, this data proves that it is a pandemic of the vaccinated. And the project is called Project Salus, S-A-L-U-S. Please look it up. Please look it up and do your own research, okay? Project Salus, S-A-L-U-S, S-A-L-U-S. And if you want, let me give myself a note here, put link in Telegram. Telegram is really, or Getter, and Getter as well. Those are my two sources of getting actual written news to you. Uh, Instagram is more video, so definitely check it out. And follow me on on, uh, Telegram at Live From America. Um, Now, like I said earlier, do you want to know a good way to tell that we are winning this war? And I said it in the beginning, folks. I said it in the beginning. A good way to tell is that the FBI and the DOJ are the are coming down on regular everyday average Americans at school board meetings and city council meetings. Okay? In order to take out moms and dads. That is how you know that we are winning. But... I'm getting to the end of the show here, so I want to tell you some very, very telling news that you might not know. Ready for this? Merrick Garland has issued or has instructed the FBI to come after moms and dads because of their opposition to not only masks, but CRT, which is critical race theory. 
project, the 1619 project, and all of this racist stuff that the federal government wants to push on America. Here's something you might not have known, though. You ready for this? (laughs) Oh, man, I gotta tell you. Merrick Garland's son-in-law, so the guy married to his daughter, his primary job provides critical race theory material for all the public schools across the United States of America. Starting to make sense now? Starting to make sense now why Merrick Garland is instructing the FBI to go after moms and dads who oppose critical race theory, specifically? Well, it's because his son-in-law, ladies and gentlemen, his job, how he makes a living, is going across the United States of America and selling CRT to the public school systems. Follow the money, folks. Follow the money. Also, you want some more news you might not know? The Facebook whistleblower, (laughs) whistleblower, was actually a big part of the team that censored. Now, we knew she was on there. We knew she was censoring conservatives on there. We knew that. We knew that already. But... What we may not have known is that she was big part of the team that censored the entire Hunter Biden laptop viral story. So if you got violated on Facebook or Instagram because you shared something of Hunter Biden's laptop and you were uh, suspended or banned or whatever from that, the Facebook whistleblower was part of that team that did that. Starting to make sense yet? Starting to make sense yet, folks? Don't worry, they're all going down for this. My job, my job and people like me who do this for a living, our job is to expose it all and get it out in the open for when we have the power again, which we will very soon, and then we can take all of these people down. Swing them from the gallows or send them to Gitmo. Whatever way you want to take it. But my job is to get it all out there now. So, I'm going to end the show with the Smarty Award. The Smarty Award of the Day today goes to Don't know his name because he did it anonymously. Well at least to na- I, I think they're uh, I think they're uh, trying to give him a little bit of limelight here. But a Texas billionaire has given the state you ready for this? Ninety-eight percent of the money Needed to build the Texas wall. (laughs) Celebration time. Come on. When the American people need to stand up, the American people need to stand up. And we do. And we do. 98% of the money needed for the Texas wall was given to the state of Texas yesterday by a Texas billionaire. (laughs) Woo, the American people step up, don't they, when they need to? So that wall will be built, and you don't have to fund it in Texas. Don't worry about it. A billionaire paid for it. (sighs) How great. How great America is. Listen, folks, we've raised, it looks like, about $3,500 for Kathy. That will definitely save whatever um, trouble she was in losing her house. I'm sure that will definitely save So, Kathy, please, 
Send me a message on Jeremy at JeremyHerald.com. Let me know who you are in capital letters so when I go and look at the email, I can find it, and I'll find out how I can write the check to you from all these wonderful, amazing, beautiful patriots who will never let one of our own fall down. Truly incredible. You guys are very inspirational. Okay? Folks, that's going to do it for Live from America today. I hope you had a good show. I'm very, very, very sorry that I could not give you a full interview with me and General Flynn, but I do have a lot of footage that I'm going to be posting, and we will be bringing him on the show. So, all in all, good show, good day, God bless you all, and remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God. No weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Thank you very much. It looks like we've raised 3766 for Kathy. That is truly incredible. Truly incredible. God bless you all for helping out one of our own. And it lets you know that when we come together, we don't have to donate much. But when we come together by the thousands, we can really, really change somebody's life. Thank you all. God bless you.